Hi everyone, I'm Asha, an Akashic Records reader, blogger and podcaster. In this series, we will demystify the Akashic Records by bringing to you bite-sized contents on frequently asked questions relating to the Akashic Records. We will also explore topics relating to spirituality, as well as practical application, learnings and reflections in the Akashic Records. My Akashic Masters are very excited to join us in this journey. We send much love, light and blessings to all. Welcome to episode 28 on Taking on the Judgments of Others. I am very stupid and slow. Today, I would like to share a story about myself. I have always been highly introverted. It was obvious from the day I was born. I enjoyed my own company and I could sit quietly alone daydreaming for hours. As the second of three children, my parents didn't expect such a huge contrast between me and my eldest brother, who is highly extroverted. My parents often shared with me stories of him climbing all the way to the top of the fridge, chewing on electricity cable, socializing with other kids, and so forth. So it came as a shock when I was born, how seemingly quiet and slow I was when compared to my brother. As a child, I was a very slow learner. I needed time to observe all the details, analyze them in my little brain before I could make sense of anything. In the few years that my mom was a housewife, I could still recall an incident where she was trying to teach me how to hold the chopsticks. We were sitting on the floor, and she was showing me repeatedly how to hold the chopsticks with the hand, shifting her hand up and down for me to see. I wasn't able to process the learning as quickly as she hoped. Next I know, she threw the chopsticks on the ground out of frustration and walked away. From then on, I gradually learned on my own how to hold a pair of chopsticks. When I started learning, my parents would often recount my facial expression in class, seemingly blank, lost and confused looking as if nothing went into my brain throughout the class. In my first primary school, the teacher was even kind enough to extend remedial classes to slower children like me. Whoever you are, thank you for your kindness and patience. When I was relocated to another primary school, my life was completely upside down. My slow learning style, coupled with my inability to bring the right books or submit my homework on time, led to me being ostracized by teachers and students alike. I was frequently at the receiving end of harsh judgments by teachers, students and even my dad. My teachers would regularly take turns to hold on to me after school to catch my dad for an exclusive meet-my-dad session. There, they would share all my wrongdoings with my dad, 
who would get extremely agitated with me. I was a huge source of embarrassment to him. When we returned to the shop, if his anger hadn't dissipated, he would pull out his belt, and with eyes like an animal, all ready to whack me dead with his belt. All these years, thanks to my mum, who was always around to protect us from excessive lashing and to control my dad's fury. Can you imagine? In my young mind back then, I could even harbour the thought of, if you ever kill me with your belt, I will make sure you are imprisoned for all your life. That was how intense and extreme the experiences felt back then. In my formative years, these judgments from others cumulatively led me to believe that I am very stupid and slow. The teachers were brutally frank with their assessment of how hopeless I was academically, sharing publicly to my dad, fellow teachers, and myself as well. I was a huge source of embarrassment for these teachers as well, as my poor grades were indirectly a reflection of their inability to teach well and therefore affected their performance. Whenever my dad shared about his children with others, I am usually associated with phrases like, I don't have much hopes or expectations of her, she is very slow, her grades are bad. I specially requested for the teacher to send her to the last class. In conversations with my mum back then, he loved to mention how my brother and sister inherited his family's genes, whereas I resembled my mum's genes. In simple terms, that means stupid and slow equals mum's genes. Fast forward till today, I continue to hold on to this judgment that I had taken on from others, that I'm very stupid and slow. In fact, it didn't even occur to me that this judgment from others was imprinted in my subconscious mind, yet to be fully healed and released. I only realized yesterday when I went for my dizi or Chinese flute class. I couldn't secure an earlier appointment with my teacher, and I had to settle for the last lot. I waited outside the studio as my teacher enjoyed his dizi class with an intermediate-level student. Both of them had a good time playing their dizi to a tune that sounded so complex, bright and melodious. When it was my turn, my teacher was probably tired from the day's work. After he checked in with me where we last stopped for class, he asked me to practice blowing the different notes to the right pitch to warm up. There I was, struggling to get some notes to the right pitch. Despite him showing repeatedly to me how to position my mouth to blow it, he could barely contain his frustration as he asked me to blow the dizi without any notes for five minutes. He also repeatedly showed me 
how my fingers were way too tense, therefore causing some air holes to not be completely covered. As a last resort, he asked me to blow his shorter G note 笛子 hoping that my fingers and mouth would then be positioned correctly. In the end, he couldn't take it anymore and commented that even with the shorter 笛子 you still can't play it well. He was left fuming quietly on his own for the remaining session, as I continued to practice hard on my own. In theory, I understood everything that he was trying to convey to me. However, in reality, I was unable to immediately process it correctly and put it into practice. Despite my best efforts, I was unable to meet his expectations to blow all the notes to the right pitch. The warm-up session became the focus of the entire session. At the end of the session, I thanked him and left. But I left with a very heavy heart. The feeling was uncomfortable, yet strangely familiar. It felt as if I suppressed a ton of emotions within, unable to process what these emotions were, or why I felt the way I did. When I finally reached home and my mom asked me about my session, all I could say was. I already tried my best. Why am I so stupid and slow? And I started crying uncontrollably. After I retreated to my room, I opened my akashic records and consulted my akashic masters. They were with me throughout the dizi class, quietly witnessing all that had happened. When I recounted my experience and asked them. Why am I so stupid and slow? My akashic masters replied, "What makes you think you are stupid and slow? Where did you take on these beliefs from?" As we investigated further, we traced it back to the childhood trauma that I had experienced, where I took on this judgment from others that I am very stupid and slow. Through the years of being repeatedly reminded of this judgment, I ended up taking it on and believing it to be true, that there is something defective within me, that I am very stupid and slow. Even though I managed to do well academically later on, I never disassociated myself from this judgment. Therefore. When I am in similar circumstances, I may feel triggered due to this judgment taken on from others within me. So, how do we release all these judgments that we have taken on from others? My Kashi masters shared with me a few methods for my situation. The first method is to mindfully recognize and protect my own light within me. Do not allow others to destroy or dim my light at their whim and fancy, or at the slightest judgment passed by them. They can perceive all they want about me, but what matters is how I perceive myself to be. If I had already tried my best, that suffices. 
I do not need to perceive myself negatively even if others do so. The second method is to balance my karma, also known as unhealed memories and wounds, with others, especially those associated with my inner child. Inner child experiences are those experiences which I had taken on when I was 0 to 12 years old. The third method is mindful journaling or reflections, where I take time to recall, reflect, and journal down on all my experiences related to this judgment, tracing back to when it all started and unfolded along the way. This is a form of energetic release, where I allow myself to acknowledge and accept the past that had happened and to heal and release the past and present whenever I am ready. It is this third method that I'm using today in sharing my story with everyone here. We hope that this sharing gives you the courage, clarity and inspiration to overcome any harsh judgments taken on from others. Sending much love, light and blessings to all. Asha and Akashic Masters. If you would like to be guided through your healing and releasing of judgments taken on from others, you may want to check out the themed Akashic Light Reading and Healing Session, which I have co-created with the Akashic Masters. Theme Session 2 centers on deep healing of past and present issues afflicting the soul. Feel free to contact me if you need more details. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. If you would like to read about my dialogues and reflections with the Akashic Masters, you can visit my free blog at asha-akashicrecords.com. Till next time, take care.